Welcome to the Bourbon Library After Hours. On this podcast, Ryan and I reflect back on past episodes, give the bourbon another taste, and explore a little deeper into our family dynamic. After Hours starts now. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back. And today we're doing the third of Larry's Blind Taste Testings. Um, so we have four more. These are the last of the batch that Larry sent. And uh, Longtime listener, Larry. Yes, longtime listener, Larry. Thanks again, Larry. Um, and yeah, so the first eight we did, the first two blind taste tests, yeah. what was your overall uh, kind of Takeaway? Takeaway, yeah. Well, I did. So so I don't know if you're not familiar, if you haven't listened to the previous two, we basically got 12 small bottles of booze sent to us, and uh, Alec has, has marked them by letter. And they're, uh, they, uh, we, I have no idea what they are. I don't know what brands they are. I don't know what brands we got. Uh, I don't think Alec really does either. And so uh, before, my takeaway was... I didn't like like 75%, I think, really, of what we had, maybe more. Um, for no apparent reason, just didn't really love them. Uh, but there were a couple of ones like Castle and Key that we had that really surprised me. And I was like, oh, right? Didn't we have Castle and Key? Mm-mm. No. Yeah, the Blade and Bow. Blade and Bow. You same, mixed those two up a lot. Same damn thing. Blade and Bow, sorry. Egg on my face. Uh, <laughs> but we had Blade and Bow, and we both were like, ooh, this is very familiar tasting. That's yeah. like what stuck out to me. Uh, and that was a good find because I kind of blew off Blade and Bow as being a little bit corporate. Yeah, Not and that, it is, and it is. But, but I, they all, a lot of them are. So. But I was so I wasn't that interested in it. But after having that, I was like, oh, now I know that was good. That and and Blackened were two. Yeah, were like we kind of really dug solid, Blackened. Solid bourbons, kind of yeah. classic uh, yeah. Kentucky style. Um, but you have no idea what we have here. For the most part, no. Okay. I have like a bit of an idea, but. It doesn't matter. I don't know what they're going to taste like at all. What was your takeaway? You had any takeaway from the experience? Uh, it's pretty much the same thing as you. Like the the one the the one thing that I would would want to revisit is the the peg leg. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it was just like so unique that it was it was it felt so far away from bourbon. Yeah. Um, that I need to give that another try to really like appreciate it for because it was it had a lot of flavor. Yeah, I think that that's hard to do in general. So um, it'd be worth trying that again with like an open more of an open mind, I guess. It's nice to have that challenge too of something that's a bit off from what you're used to drinking and kind of being like, whoa, I did not expect that. That was weird. And then weird is not bad. We all learn that as as, yeah. as school kids, but as as we get older, we're trying different things. Sometimes I'm like, uh, especially in a lineup. I mean, these are not four. These are not curated meant to be together in any way. They're not complementing one another necessarily. They're not going with a meal or a dish of some sort. These are just four random whiskeys. So it is a weird. It is weird to compare them to one another and side by side. Yeah. So we're basically just sort of blind testing. Like, all right, this one makes me feel this way. Now, forget it. I'm not comparing it to the next one. Uh, you know, we rate them sometimes, but that's almost not entirely fair. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's but that's all we can do in these yeah. lines. Um, and you really can't rely on brand or knowledge of, like, knowing exactly what the proof is or knowing the mash bill or knowing the age statement. So you really just taste it and go off just that, which I think is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. 
Well, you want to try number uh, yeah, let's number try. A? Number A. Give me a little pour. Uh-oh. Oh, no. That's a lot. Thank you. Wow, okay. Oh, it smells good. It smells really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it I on the nose. These, these last four were the best four. Yeah, it'd be great. I would like to like them all. Yeah, me too. Now, do we know what Larry feels about any of these? Are these like 12 of his favorites? No, I think... Um, just I think, different stuff he wanted us to try. I think it was just unique stuff. Like, because he, he's a longtime listener, so he knows the this, this stuff we've done before. And uh, so I, I don't think we're... When we communicate, it's, it's trying... Like, we're kind of... Uh, try this one. Have you heard of this one yet? Yeah. Have you tried this yet? So like yeah. uh, when I'm going to send some of the stuff we've gotten lately that's kind of gotcha. interesting and unique and like have him try it and then we kind of go back and forth that way. So it's it's really just I think what he's finding uh, in his region. Um, so like he has, he has way different options than us because mm -hmm. he's out west. So, you know, he's got all these states surrounding him that he can get, like, I guess that would be, like, semi-local, you know what sure. I mean? Like, sure, sure. Uh, regional. Regional, yeah, so. Uh, did you try A? It's no. pretty good. It There is that yeasty breadiness on it, but, like, that note comes in strong, but mm -hmm. there's a sweetness to it that's really, really good. Yeah, I don't, like, it's not full-blown that. No. I, I wonder. And I think some people are aiming for that breadiness. That's what I'm learning. It's not just, doesn't necessarily mean young. It's actually a flavor that you can learn to appreciate. Mm -hmm. uh, for sure. What well, makes me think when we were uh, talking to that distillery recently that we visited and he was explaining uh, the heads and tails yeah. of, of when you're distilling what new make that like the, the front, the, the, I guess the head would have more of that like alcoholic strong because it's it's um it's really hot yeah I guess or cold Pure, one or the other yeah. and then, <coughs> excuse me on the other end it's like the opposite and that gives the the tail has more of like a skunky beery yeah taste and I feel like that's kind of what this is that like yeasty beery kind of thing yeah but, I mean beer can be so many things but yeah still. it's the end of the heart. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the sweetness is really lovely in that, though, I got to say. There's like a floral note, too. Yeah. Kind of a lot going on. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, let's uh, open up B here. All right. <clears throat> ah, it's totally different. Yeah. Pour it in. Let's see here. All right. This is Baker. B as in Baker, not yeah. Baker as in brand. Right. Be as in boy. Be as in be whatever you want to be when you grow up. Okay. Wow. None of that bready taste. I get it on the nose, but that's just the glass that's not been cleaned. Right. Whoa. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's low proof, whatever that is. It feels uh, thin, too. It feels thin and low proof, but tasty. But tasty. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Mmm. I, yeah. wonder, I wonder what thins it out, the water, right? It has to be low proof. I guess proof. a lower proof would, would thin it out a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe whatever, uh, however they filter, could, could take some of the flavor out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was fine. It's hard to go after that first one. I had so much of that bready. I really like that first one. I'm starting to appreciate the bready thing. Like I, When I started to like realize, 
that there's some potential in that flavor, mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it more. Um, but that's sweet. That beer was sweet. That wasn't. That's it's it's kind of nothing also. But maybe it's just comparatively to the higher proof A. Yeah, I think uh, it would be my guess. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, C for Charlie. All right, C for Charlie. All right, Charlie. Ooh. Hmm. Huh. Get like a butterscotch on the nose. Yeah, super butterscotchy. Buttery kind of mouthfeel too. Whoa. Ooh. What is that? The mouthfeel is weird. There's something on the finish I don't love. But I, I really think like that's... Bitter, very bitter. Yeah, it's got sort of a bitter finish. As some of us do. Uh, yeah, hmm. I don't, I don't, uh, can you point that, can you figure that out? That, hmm. the ginger. <laughs> yeah, almost has a ginger finish. I, my first instinct was like chemical, you know, just well, a touch. Sure. Maybe ethanol. I mean, it could just be the, that it's, you know, we're tasting a little bit of the hmm. ethanol in there, but. Not uh, my favorite thing. Not bad. These so far have been like the four, three best out of what we've had. Outside of outside, the two that we... Outside we of the two that we really liked. Yeah. But I'm so far, these three are my three... It's funny that it like ended up this way. It's, it's pretty well balanced feeling. Yeah. Like they're, nothing's too crazy. It's all pretty kind of, you know, straightforward, tasty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. D for Delta. Dog. For Dog. Okay, what do we think? What's well, how's the nose on that? It's uh, it's weird, weird to go in quick succession. I start getting all revved up. Yeah. I'm like, all right, where are we going? Where are we going? Who are we gonna be tonight? <laughs> go out, go out, be a person. Hmm, honey, honey on the nose, almost like Hill Rock esque, like Solera aged mm -hmm, kind of product. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wonder if Solera aged. Oh. Affects the the. the it, that, that's higher rye for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the only one with a high rye count like a, in the mash bill. A grape. Mm. A grape flavor. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that? yeah. It's burn. It burns. That's hot. It's a little higher. I mean, it's like spice on my tongue. It's still burning. My tongue is like literally burning right now. Yeah, yeah. It's yours? got a longer finish. I yeah, think. that's that. Yeah. These okay. That's, Interesting. I got to say, all of these have been interesting. I'm actually yeah. really uh, curious what we're working with here. Yeah, well, let's find out. So, all right, so Alpha. A was uh, that yeasty, here we go, uh, William Dalton Spirits of French Lick. So, ah, the French Lick returns. Yeah, so so uh, uh, Bill, who's one of our listeners, and uh, Larry, who sent us these samples, um, they both reached out about French Lick after the last episode. Yeah, tell me about that. Well, so French Lick is in Indiana. I know we yeah. talked about it a little bit, but I think the biggest takeaway I got from the entire, all the facts about French Lick is that it is uh, where Larry Bird is from. Yeah. Basketball all-star. Right. All Mr. Three Points. Mr. Th three, <laughs> I think that's what they called him. I don't, I don't uh, know. Yeah, so interesting. Spirits of French Lick, 108 proof, uh, which I don't remember it. Tasting like super high. I guess that's not super, super high. Just, yeah. I didn't think it was low proof by any means, though. I liked that a lot. Got to say, I, I don't recall if I totally loved the other 
spirit of the the yeah. French lick one that we had. That at a higher proof, I think, than the other one. Pretty pretty darn good. The sweetness is really really enjoyable. Yeah, and they kind of balanced out the uh, that yeast flavor. Yeah, with, for with sure. Yeah, it's blended so or something. B we B was that like not much going on. Yeah, right? it was thin, we felt a little thin. Should be interesting. My assumption was low proof. This is interesting. Okay. What do so we got? this is Larry's Infinity Bottle. Oh, wow. Which you would think would be more complex because it had, would have all these. Now, the Infinity Bottle is based mm. on our show or his own personal Infinity Bottle. This might be his own personal Infinity Bottle. Larry, you can let us know. Yeah, um, we'll have we'll, to get back to you guys on that one. That's. So I this is, a, if gonna, you don't know what that is, an Infinity Bottle is someone is like the collection of like all the last half ounces that are left in bottles that haven't been poured. People combine them oftentimes and make their infinity bottle. Yeah, and then you kind of keep track. We did an episode about it, if you want to listen to that. It's uh, called To Infinity and Beyond, and that's uh, about the infinity bottle of our first 10 episodes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the Uncle Tim put together. Uh, he's very scientific about uh, his approach to bourbon and uh, made a pretty two really wild infinity bottles that though was pretty pretty mm. um if you taste it again yeah it's pretty solid like it's solid yeah i was gonna some say fruit notes in there yeah like, larry you're drinking good stuff dude yeah um yeah i think coming after this this uh uh french lick mm -hmm. that we couldn't like it was harder to like discern mm -hmm. um but if tasting it again it's uh it's nice i have some bread notes in there yeah, without too much. Yeah. some sweet. Yeah, it's no, nothing is overwhelming about it. Yeah, it's kind of I felt balanced. Like with our, it's pretty balanced. With our Infinity Bottle, it was sort of all over the place, which sort of spoke to the first 10 bourbons that we were trying anyway. Exactly, exactly. What do we got for Charlie? So Charlie is a horse soldier. Horse small, soldier. Small batch, 95 proof. So yeah, horse soldiers is, uh, is interesting. I read a little more about it. Um, it's named after... Uh, this it's like a nickname for a type of soldier that was in I guess the Iraq war the Taliban was at the Iraq war <laughs> after 9-11 Afghanistan Afghanistan well we went so. to Afghanistan and then we were in Iraq for a little while now we've just gotten out of Afghanistan after like 20 plus years well so there was there was uh 20 years I guess I'll, I'll read this really quickly so much of our brotherhood was forged in fire during the first days after the 9-11 attacks immediately following this affront on our nation the USA responded with the daring insertion of small teams of Green Beret into northern Afghanistan. The Northern Alliance successfully overthrew this guy's name, which was, a, or I guess, a place, a Taliban stronghold, with the support of these brave men. This region's inhospitable mountainous terrain made efforts and enemy engagements on wild Afghan horses a necessity for one special operations team, which nicknamed the Horse Soldiers. All these brave men are honored today by America's response monument overlooking Ground Zero in New York City. So basically, it was the type of, of soldier that like was riding these riding horses these in horses. Afghanistan. Yeah, because the terrain was so crazy. Sure. So, uh, so horse soldiers um, owned and operated by a group of, of veterans. Uh, veterans. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So I think. Thank you, fellas. Yeah. Thanks, gentlemen. I think. I think that's what D is as well. And so, Delta, ironically enough, the Delta Force. Yeah, 120 proof. You're right about the higher proof. Yeah. Not super high, but. We 120 is pretty high, dog. Yeah, just think about like, you know, 10, 10 or 15 points. Stag is too. like 130. 130 something. Yeah. yeah. Depending on the batch. 
Um, yeah. So another another horse soldier here. This is uh, yeah, bottle you know barrel proof. Um, yeah, like, what do we think? That one was honey, and one was yeah. Yeah, interesting. Did not yeah. would not have put them as from the same place. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. So I'm not sure if they're distilling their own or if they're uh, you know purchasing like MGP or sure. something. Or my favorite batch, I, I think my favorite out of this would I would have to go Spirit of. Uh, I keep wanting to say Frick Island, French Lick, French Lick, really? followed by Larry's Infinity Bottle, and then the other two were sort of one and the same for me. Uh, ironically enough, I didn't recognize that they were from the same place. Didn't taste that. Yeah, I would but, do. I would do Larry's Infinity Bottle, and then the Horse Soldier Small Batch, the lower proof one, would be my top two out of these four. I still, I don't know why. I just can't get over the the bread. Yeah, hmm. I, I think maybe one day. I'm learning to appreciate it. I yeah. really am. It's really off putting for me. I don't know why. Yeah, that's all good. That could be someone's thing. Yeah, but. Hey, listen, this has uh, been really fun doing these blind taste testings. Thank you, Larry, for sending us the 12 bottles. Uh, this has been super, super cool. Uh, and we're hoping to do more of these. So if you want to send us something or you have suggestions for ways we could do a blind taste testing here on After Hours, we'd appreciate it. Uh, and you can email us uh, anytime. What's our email? It's uh, the bourbon library pod at gmail.com. Um, and you're talking to me when we talk. So I'll be there. I'll respond. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for following us along this uh, journey. strange journey. Yeah, And we hope you're well, staying healthy, staying warm, and we'll see you the next time on uh, the Bourbon Library After Hours. Cheers. Hey, Cheers. to drink is to live, Al. To drink is to live. That was After Hours. Thanks for listening. Did you like what you heard? Join us at the Bourbon Library for more. And remember to rate, review, and share our show with friends. It's more fun drinking together. All right, until next time. Cheers.